when when your um, shrimp factory, whatever it is, is making 1.065 billion every second, like there's no point in you, you are recording, right? <laughs> Sorry. That sound <laughs> was a stupid little app that's probably the most addictive thing that I've ever witnessed. So it'll be about a month ago now, Yusuf said, Yusuf sent me a text saying, I've been really unproductive today. I've just wasted all day on this app. I'm like, okay, I'm listening. Because Yusuf doesn't do things like this. He's like, what's the app called? He's like, no, 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 I'm not telling you. Why not? Because it's really, really addictive. Obviously, he eventually told me. Like, we're similar people. I know that it's going to push Johnny's <laughs> buttons as well. It's going <laughs> to, it taps into that. Um... It's just, so you had it for three days? <clears throat> and he probably pretty much more. completed it in that time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had it. I had it for three, it was on the third day when it was the first thing I did in the morning was check the app that I realised like I need to nip this in the bud and I deleted the app straight away. I've since allowed myself to re-download it and I am much more in control of it now. It's a game where you set up a lemonade stand and then you reinvest the money from the lemonade stand to get a manager. The manager runs the lemonade stand. (laughs) That then gives you enough money to buy a newspaper delivery. You then set up your newspaper delivery and then you can get a pizza delivery and then you get a car wash and then you get managers for them. And eventually, like oil, oil companies before and... you know it, you're running an oil company in Mars <laughs> and you're earning quadrillions of pounds and it never stops. It's perfect how it works as well because when you first told me about it, I was playing it and you have to press the lemonade stand to make it make like $2. You're like, what a stupid, like this better have a real twist in it. <laughs> And then you press it enough times and a little notification pops up and you press it and you go, would you like to hire a manager? I'm like, okay, that's quite cool. Hire a manager, lemonade store just starts churning out money every couple of seconds. Then you can buy the next thing and the next thing and you're just hooked. And when you leave, it runs in the background, doesn't it? So when you come back on the app, have you just seen your... (laughs) What? Are you looking at your Amazon thing? No, just checking the sounds. Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah, as Johnny said, it's a perfect analogy for the endless rat race that we're all trapped in well, looking for, for the next for everything, <laughs> the next like fix. The next five kilos on your squat and like an extra 1% body fat leaner. Like we're it's, all just chasing the next high score, aren't we? And whatever. Horrible. And we're stuck in this really neurotic, anxious pattern looking for the next one. <laughs> and every, you get a new lemonade stand and you're no happier. You're just, you then suddenly are like, okay, shit, now I need to get the, the next the, one. It's, mm. The game is very self-aware. It's very ir- steeped in irony, isn't it? Like the <laughs> the way that things are named in it and the upgrades and everything is like, it knows that. Well, and then... and you can double your earnings by watching an advert, which is so clever. You know, that the most capitalist thing is that you fund other businesses to get this fake score in your, in your app. So it's very much like, well, you're playing a capitalist game and this is a capitalist culture, so... Here we go. Tell you what, here's an interesting test to see just how many people actually listen to what we say. If you want to know the name of the app, email us at admin at propanefitness.com. Have I mentioned the name of the app already? I don't think so. No, neither of us have. Right. So there's a sales pitch. We are not in any way affiliated with the app, but I think we're willing to tell you, you, but you have to email us. Oh God, just be aware. (laughs) It's going to be, it's going to suck days out of your life. It's going to be... um, like 
feel free cancel your Netflix subscription cancel any of those things you won't need them maybe stock up on food as well <laughs> you know, get get a comfortable place to sit you're going to be there a while you're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks with your hosts Yusuf and Johnny simple rules dramatic results it is, it's a sort of thing as well like you'll, an hour will go by and you'll realise, like, I can't believe how futile what I'm doing is. But it's... Oh, go away. It sucks you in. Hello? Hi. I've been, inf- I've been informed that you've been in a car accident that wasn't your fault. So no, Kira, I'm... I'm recording a podcast. I think that was actually a recorded message. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. Just leaving pauses to... Yeah. Oh. Hi. Hi there. <laughs> um, there's not a time that I see you where you don't get called from something like that. You've, um, you've been sold to some huge uh, data farm, haven't you? Where you're top of everyone's list to ring when they launch some kind of scam promotion. <laughs> First on the <laughs> like list. Like this guy always answers, ring him. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. My answering machine message is just, I do not answer calls during daylight hours. <laughs> Please send me a text or an email. <laughs> and right now, you're waiting for an Amazon delivery. Because the last time I think we spoke, you were waiting for an Asda delivery. I was. It's, this is the reason that Johnny is here at my house, because Amazon have imprisoned me all day. They've mm. said, <laughs> you, your delivery will come before 8pm. And yeah. I need this delivery before Friday. So You know, there's a thing at the on the high street... Gosseth High Street, that you can have Amazon deliveries dropped off at. I didn't know there was one there. Walked past it the day. I was like, oh, I fantastic. Should, I should probably do that in future. Yeah. Because then you can go about your day mm. and late, like this evening, go pick it up. Because at the time you think like, oh, having it delivered to your house, that's so that's convenient. What a convenience, yeah. When actually it's entrapment. It's terrible. Mm. So, basically today, we just wanted to debrief you on our little trip to Iceland. Mm. More a therapy session, really, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> it's something we've been wanting to get off our chest for, for some time. Where to begin? So we decided that rather than go on a conventional lads Magaluf holiday, we would go to Iceland with Chris. Just because it would be a nice kind of spiritual break, something that we could all do together, go to the, the Blue Lagoon... Nice relaxing holiday. It'll you know beautiful surroundings and well, landscape. The way it actually, I mean that that is that we had that conversation. But then I said because I'd just come back from holiday with my girlfriend, and I was like, I don't really want to. You know, I've heard Iceland's a bit expensive. I don't really want to have two holidays back to back. I you know, save it between. And Chris bought what my dad calls a thin end of the wedge present, which basically means that the present is just creating further spend for you of a much greater proportion than the present actually cost itself. So Chris, very kindly, bought me my flights. So at this point I'm I'm locked in, in locked into going. Thinking, oh that'll you know, that'll be a decent chunk of the cost of the trip. And so yeah, we were just we were discussing, you know, let's go on holiday. It'd be lovely to go to Iceland. There's lots of stuff to see. Neither of us really fancied the the Magaluf trip. And about twenty four hours before we left, things started to take a turn, <laughs> turn for the worse. So this is at the point where Johnny's like, right, well, I guess I'm going to Iceland. Um, and I came down with 
the worst fever of my life. <laughs> um, and being a flipping medical student, I'd, I'd self-diagnosed myself. I thought I had meningitis, which which wasn't... I Like, I was kind of semi-serious when I was self-diagnosing this. I was like, you know what? I, this is really bad. I hope it's not the gitis. But regardless, that's, that was what... We did affectionately call it the gitis the entire time we were there. So that's, that's what it was provisionally. The provisional diagnosis um, was getting worse and worse. I was like, right, it's 4am now. I need to get up for the flight. I turned up at Johnny's house, <laughs> having managed to drive, like sort of slinked out of the house. And um... Can I describe what I saw? Yeah. I think that's more effective. So I, Yusuf had been in bed for like the mo- mo- the majority of the 24 hours leading up to the, the flight. The whole 24 hours. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I, I went to bed. Just sweating. Sweating. <laughs> thinking, oh God, I'm going to be on a plane in less than a day. Um, so I hadn't heard from him when I went to sleep. So I, I knew he was going to be picking me up. I, I went to bed quite early. Um, woke up at, I think, like, five or something like that, half four, to see a text from him saying, like, I'll be at yours for, like, slightly earlier than I was expecting. So start rushing around, start getting myself together. He arrives. So I go outside, and I'm like, I'll just invite him in. Walked out, and there's, obviously, it's pitch black outside. And he sat in the car with his hood up, and the seat reclined, lying, sort of like hugging himself in the driver's seat, like knock on the window, as though to gesture, would you like to come in? Looked at me, didn't say anything, shook his head, and then closed his eyes again. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then got myself, got in the car. How you doing, man? <sighs> Not good, man. Not good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you were, that's easily the most unwell in 10 years I've ever seen you. Oh, God. So. And it, yeah. So, I mean, that, that illness, I'm only just recovering now, it's six weeks later. That was tip of the iceberg, wasn't it? Oh, God. Well, it, it progressed into what was diagnosed as a pneumonia, then was given amoxicillin. Turned out the true diagnosis was Epstein-Barr virus, which reacts, it gives you an allergic reaction to amoxicillin. Oh so God. that's why I got I ended up with a, a rash and a swollen face. Oh, is that why? And in hospital for a week, but um, oh, <laughs> and wow. deranged liver function tests and so on. So it really fucked me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway ended up in Iceland. We managed. We managed to get this flight. Basically, just any opportunity to just sit on the floor in the airport or whatever. And it's funny when you know when you need to sit down and you feel like the the world is conspiring to stop it, to stop you sitting down. <laughs> So there was a lot of curling up on the floor. Uh, Chris and Johnny were actually very, uh, very sympathetic, very understanding. Anyway, we <laughs> we ended up surprisingly. <laughs> so so we ended up in Iceland, and I don't know if any of you have been to any Scandinavian country or any anywhere that's just like not the UK that's cold. Because mm. I, you know, the UK is quite. A, it's definitely like a, a benchmark for cold. Yeah. But this was another level, and we went out on the first night. Johnny was being a classic Geordie lad, <laughs> wearing just a shirt because um, he's all muscly and stuff. So he thought, you know, really I'll be really strong. Thought like, I know, I'm just gonna. Because the thought process is, you look at the weather on your phone, and it says one to two degrees, and I'm like, one to two degrees. It's that in Newcastle all the time, and I'm fine when it's like that. So I, mean, I think Chris, Chris was just wearing a shirt as well, right? Yep. 
Did you get your jacket on? Uh, yeah. Because you had actual meningitis at that point. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Yusuf's not well, as, you, as you've maybe gathered at this stage. So we, we go outside, Yusuf's wearing a jacket, Chris and I, shirt, jeans, thinking this will be fine. It was pretty nippy between the flat and the taxi, which was an indication of maybe how things were going to shape out. But I still thought, like, oh, this will be okay. Hello, Johnny here. Just a short interruption to this episode. I know what you're thinking. This show was brought to you by none of that. Trust me. We have something completely free, something to give you today. So we're aware that you guys who've been listening to our podcast, you've heard before us talk about the show notes and other places to go to download things from propanefitness.com. But we want to give those of you who listen to our podcast something completely different, something completely unique that we don't provide anywhere else. So we want to give you something that is actually a membership area or a membership portal where we have loads of free goodies, some downloads, some things to watch, some trainings, and some free presentations that we want to give you all bundled together completely free. All you have to do is go to propanefitness.com forward slash gift. There's no email opt-in. There's no enter your email and receive this. It's completely obligation free. You just enter your email, enter your username rather, and your password, and then you'll be sent login details. So completely free. In there, we have some training on the 3i formula. That's the framework that we use with all of our coaching students and loads of other free goodies. So that's propanefitness.com forward slash gift. Head over there now, pick up your free training, and we hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode, and we'll speak soon. Got out of the taxi. We walked about 200 meters before deciding, like, this is absolutely unsustainable. We need like, to go uh, into a building. Immediately. Like, so, it could be a bar, it could be whatever, just just a building. Like, it could be a tourist advice we center. We just need to get out, away from the outside. <laughs> And so we walked into this bar that seemed like really nice initially, like really like traditional Icelandic atmosphere. It was like a log fire. It was lovely. We'll get a beer here. 15 pounds for a beer. And you're like, so that's, you know, Yusuf starts to convulse even more. <laughs> <laughs> the illness just worsens like in front of our faces and decided to leave. And then tip, much... of, tip of the iceberg of the price of things in Iceland. <laughs> yeah. um, we went next yeah. door into a subway. We, we weren't out. We were like, okay, let's, let's just get some food. Let's go to a restaurant or something. Walked for 10 meters. And we're like, oh, God. No. <laughs> let's just, right, there's a subway there. Let's just go in. We're like, what? We've just come all the way to Iceland. This is our first meal, and we're going for a subway. Mm. And we're like, oh, no, you, no, it's too you cold. You resisted it, didn't you? Like, for like, about a second. And yeah. then it was like, no. Like, no, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I got a traditional Icelandic foot-long hearty Italian subway melt. And, then... and it was only nine and a half thousand pounds for the sandwich, <laughs> which we realised is actually the price of everything. So any product or service in Iceland is nine and a half thousand pounds, which is kind of an advantage and a disadvantage. Because like, if you want to get a car, a house, it's fine, it's nine and a half thousand pounds. You want to buy a sandwich, washing up liquid, raisins, nine and a half Between nine and ten thousand pounds almost exactly halfway between nine and ten thousand pounds so we should maybe explain why that joke came about quite a long-winded <laughs> if any of you seen alan partridge there's a point where he's giving his assistant a pay rise and he's going like eight nine ten and as he reaches ten his assistant's boyfriend nods approvingly and he goes tell you what tell you what it's nine and a half thousand pounds 
And that just became the song for Iceland <laughs> because every time you would inquire about anything, you're like, always worse than what you expect. Or every single time, you're like, it's like, oh, you, you try know. and mentally prepare yourself as well. You're like, oh, okay, how, how much is it for that soup? And you think, oh, it's good. Okay, it's going to be really soup. You're like, okay, it's, it's going to be 10 quid or something like that. And they're like, it's uh, nine and a half thousand pounds. And you're like, oh, damn it. Like, the soup was actually 17 pounds 50. Yeah. For a, a. You say soup, it was a broth with a. It was half a cup of broth, basically. Yeah. With it, with a bread roll. And so, they, they, they're clever because they put Icelandic soup so that was or so, Icelandic yeah, they put butter. Icelandic in front of everything. Like Icelandic chocolate, surprisingly, believe it or not, makes it nine and a half thousand pounds. <laughs> Icelandic bread, Icelandic butter, Icelandic bus, like the whole thing is just. So, anyway, back to Subway. So, going to this club. Now, as you may have gathered, club uh, Chris is a bit of a club aficionado. Clubs are his thing. So he was judging it and wasn't quite what he lived up to, what he what he was expecting. So Yusuf and I decided to leave slightly earlier than him. He was out partying, enjoying himself. And the way I describe Chris's effect on Icelandic women is if you were to put a magnet into a, a dish of iron filings and watch how the iron filings react to the magnet. Similar sort of effect with Chris. There's no exaggeration <laughs> there. It's unbelievable. So he was drowning in Icelandic women. And so Yusuf and I decided to leave and realised, well, I re- Yusuf's got a jacket on, but I realised very quickly that there was an 80 to 90% chance that I wasn't going to make it to the taxi with how long the queue was and how cold it was and how poorly prepared I was. And I just remember standing next to Yusuf, just... Johnny went into his deep place. Like... <laughs> he, his, his outward uh, engagement with reality shut down and he... <laughs> He started swaying, and then the swaying became more and more fervent. I... <laughs> <laughs> and then this like low buzzing sound started to come off him. <laughs> I can't communicate in words how unpleasant that experience was. Really, I know people listening will be like, "Oh, you, you know, bunch of bunch of pussies." Yeah. Like it was really, really bad. I just remember thinking, like, I need to do something, but there was nothing to do. I tried sheltering in a bus stop, but it was just the same. <laughs> it was just no improvement. <laughs> and like the queue, there was like one taxi every five minutes for this queue. Bitingly cold. Uh, some, although some ooh. guy tried to jump the taxi queue and nobody was having any of it. Yeah. <laughs> he was not met. Well, like, listen, well. dickhead. <laughs> just because you're drunk and come stumbling in, it is freezing out here. We've all paid the price for this. You're going to get to the back of the queue. Luckily, though, that's that was literally just the start of it. So <laughs> we get back to the Airbnb. I remember sort of half drunkenly talking to Yusuf about how the skier over there is like nothing I've ever experienced. Do you remember the skier? The Icelandic yogurt is uh... absolutely. So if you've ever had skier, if you're in the UK or there'll be it'll be equivalents around the world. World, I assume there's a product called skier where they try and imitate Icelandic yogurt. It's nothing like it. So actual skier, incredible. So anyway, Yusuf and I are sat talking about skier. We eventually go to bed. I'm on the sofa. Yusuf's on a bed that was more or less not there. It was so soft. <laughs> like, the big sponge. Like sleeping in the big dish. And I woke up the next morning to this to the sight of Yusuf boiling some eggs on a like an electric hob in the corner of this room. I had some boiled eggs for breakfast. And then I'll let you take over. So we try to get the taxi to the bus. Ta- oh god! 
Yeah, we, we were meant to go for a tour. We ended up getting a taxi to a bus, missed the bus, had to get another taxi, missed that as well. And we were like, right, now we have to run for 20 minutes to the place, otherwise we're going to miss the, the day-long tour. None of us are runners, as you know. I know despite the fact that we're called propane fitness, <laughs> fitness is is a bit of a, a misnomer because we're very much lifters at heart. And the 15-20 minute run in the cold, uh, one of us having legitis, was really unpleasant and actually gave us all sh- shin doms, so it, anterior it tibialis. Well. It was raining. Our anterior tibialis was all sore for five days and we had to had to adopt our walking technique for several days. <laughs> so uh, yeah, in general, hold on. Like, there's a there's the there's the icing on the cake of that particular part of the story. Okay. So after having getting two taxis that took us to the wrong place, and decide, each by the way, when you get into a taxi in Iceland, there's twenty pounds on the meter before you move anywhere. So obviously that's enough to make you vomit and you know all, all that fun stuff. Realize we have to start running. Start running. Initially running the wrong di- wrong direction have to run faster, it starts raining, arrive at the bus stop thinking, oh, thank God, you know, everything's going to be fine. Hi, here's the bus ticket. Oh, you're at the wrong bus terminal. Brilliant. How much is it to get a bus to the Blue Lagoon? Oh, what? £9,500. What a surprise. And on the same day was the worst storm that they'd had all year. And we decided that that was the day. To go on a nice little outdoor spring (laughs) pool. So... The, so, so I mean, even on the way there, the bus was like swaying in the wind and it was starting like, a <laughs> and we were like, okay, I'm a bit worried that this bus is going to fly off into that rocky mountain. Got into the Blue Lagoon, you're standing there and it's a strange experience because you are 38 degrees from the chest down that's underwater, lovely, and then from the chest up, you're in a blizzard, mm-hmm. like you, you're having snow and wind blowing at high speed in your face. And it's just a strange contrast. And so the like the water's salty. The water's very salty and yeah. silicony. We so you so you're very you you end up like you've got this distinct line on your body where you're pink <laughs> from the nipples up. <laughs> just bright pink. And then normal colour from the nipples down. And then this guy approaches us and goes, Guys, I'd hate to alarm you, but we're actually closing the blue all the roads are go, are closing. Because it's the worst storm we've ever had. All the roads in Iceland are closing. So either you have, at this point, where both, all, all three of us are more or less naked in a volcanic pool in the middle of Iceland, and he goes, you have 20 minutes to get back on your bus. Otherwise, you're trapped here overnight. Which is obviously not ideal. So what does that mean? More running? <laughs> <laughs> more running in a blizzard. Get on a bus that then, I'm convinced, nearly came off the road three or four times the, the journey journey back or get back to the, to the Airbnb think great like let's just go out for some dinner and then go to sleep like we'd all we're all pretty you know patience was pretty frayed by this point all of us resist because we had to pay nine and a half grand to get a bus that we'd already booked and gone to the wrong place so we all of us kind of resisted paying for another taxi decided to walk to the nearest restaurant oh. and between the Airbnb and the restaurant it started to torrentially rain and then just as we turn the last corner before we arrive at this restaurant a van plows through a puddle that completely soaks all of us like jeans were dripping wet it's amazing actually because the depth of that puddle like (laughs) it's not like we got splashed like we got 
<coughs> as wet as you would have if you were submerged yeah. in water. Well, the wave that resulted was as easily as tall as me. It was a thick, yeah. thick and tall wave. Dark so, black <laughs> puddle. So Chris was wearing some new jeans, new blue jeans, and they dyed his legs. They dyed his entire lower body. So when we got back in the flat, he took off his trousers and he just had blue legs. Blue legs. Which was uh, quite exciting because he had a he had a lady friend coming later. <laughs> um, he had to explain his blue knob to her. So with that, and then oh no, because then we paid fifty quid for a burger, didn't we? Oh man, Which, it wasn't even that good. No, so, but it was Icelandic, so there we go. It was an Icelandic Mexican restaurant. So with with that talk of Icelandic burger and blue knob, we will leave you there. So what's the lesson? Uh, the lesson is if you're going to go to Iceland, be prepared that it is. Colder and more expensive than anyone will let on. <laughs> well, even after you've listened to this, you'll have an expectation. It's worse than that. <laughs> I can almost guarantee. However, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, if you can sit in a coach and look out the window, lovely. Mm. <laughs> just, just get out and you'll get <laughs> bowled over. There we go. That's it for That's the it. Propane Fitness podcast today. Hope you enjoyed our little story. Lesson learned, hopefully. Bye-bye. Hey, Johnny again. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. Just a short reminder, if you're listening to this, driving in your car, and you're thinking, man, I really wish I had a reference that they made in minute five or 10 or whatever to that thing that they were talking about. Well, We've, we put together show notes for these podcasts every single week. We give you timestamps. We give you links to things we talk about. And we also give chances to grab free things, bonuses, etc. So head over to propanefitness.com and grab the show notes for this episode over there. Also, if you want to be notified of these podcasts when they come out, if you want free subscribe, subscriber-only benefits, stick your email address in and grab our free downloads, one of the many free downloads if you go to propanefitness.com and the homepage. There's a big red banner on the top of the website. Pick up that free ebook, that free download, and we'll send you emails whenever a new podcast is available. Just one short reminder as well. As you are a podcast listener, you have access to our exclusive free gift that is available nowhere else. And that is at propinfitness.com forward slash gift. Yeah.